Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Join Mike and James of the Nerdy Bible for this special companion series diving into The Chosen, a dramatic telling of the life and ministry of Jesus of Nazareth. In this week's episode, Nathaniel finds hope in his lowest moment. So, what's I Saw You? chosen series uh my name is james i am from the nerdy bible and here with me today is mike from showboys how you doing tonight doing well how are you man i am great it's a fine tuesday night a little bit past my bedtime and you know <laughs> just yeah, indeed just yeah awesome man so um tonight we are gonna be going over where, where are you in season two season yeah. two episode two so it is uh quarter of the way down yeah creeping on 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 season three here well i mean they're going to be do airing that in like less than three weeks which is crazy so yeah. we won't that catch is- up that quick but um we'll eventually get there awesome so how was your week it's good our weekend i guess at this point Excuse me. uh it's, it's real good um yeah we uh what do we do? It was it's Halloween. Something. Oh yes, uh, Halloween. So we <laughs> had Halloween trick or treating in the neighborhood. Uh, my yeah. wife ran her first ever half marathon. Whoa, half same, marathon? Yeah, the the same day as trick or treating, which probably really sucked for her. <laughs> <laughs> Run a half marathon and then like two and a half hours after doing that, going trick or treating around the neighborhood. <laughs> Oh man! But she, uh, she's a trooper. She trained for it for a really long time. Really? Um, so yeah, she she did well, and she liked it. She wants to do another one now. Uh, I don't understand, but more more power to her. I was really proud, really proud wow. of her. Uh, just to like see all the hard work that she put in, like training for it, waking uh-huh. up early every morning, going on these ridiculously long runs with her mom, who runs all the time, does half marathons all the time. They did it together, which was probably really cool um yeah she like saw it through all the way and then uh did it and that's awesome that is crazy yeah my my soon-to-be mother-in-law um ran a marathon this weekend and it's like i i don't know how it's just insane to me (laughs) you guys aren't married yet oh well no she is <laughs> we are married yes <laughs> yes we are married that's a good maybe i didn't i didn't say it right she is marrying my father-in-law oh it, actually so that's next like month. A, so i did i said it right that's like a a a, a second level of in-law so yeah yeah so she's she, they're getting married they were so your yeah, mother-in-law yes. law. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Their their wedding is in <laughs> December in, in the old Florida. So we're flying there and it's our Man, second flight with Nova. And he's filling yeah. up those frequent flyer miles for all these weddings, man. Yeah, I I know. <laughs> <laughs> now this this one's much cheaper. So yeah, um, 
we're all good. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you have a good week. Yeah, I have. Um, we did tricker. Well, we yeah, we didn't take Nova to get. It. I figure you don't walk around with a four month old with a bucket of candy and ask yeah. ask people or a bucket and ask people for candy. It's just not. You know, yeah. so we bought a big bag and we got all ready. We got the table out. We got the chairs out. We're like, we got a kid this year. We're giving out candy. And like three people came. <laughs> so, so now we have like 250. Well, mine, like probably at this point, like 200 pieces of candy that it's nice. just dwindling down and we can't stop. So it's it's a problem. Yeah, no, I get that. I uh, I have my. My dad text here. <laughs> Your dad text. Uh, <laughs> I definitely slammed a couple of peanut M and M's. Yeah, a Reese's Pieces and a Reese cup while yeah. watching the episode before we jumped in here. So no, that's uh, that's a good thinking. Good thinking. Yeah, I feel a little, little nauseous though. Maybe a little too much candy, uh, but it's uh-huh. worth it probably. That probably we'll see. Yeah, it's it's definitely too much candy. But awesome. Well, I guess let's jump into today's episode here. You got, um, do you want to read our show notes? Yes. Uh, so episode two of season two um, is called I Saw You. Wow. I'm like over here just rhyming, freestyling over here. Um, yeah. Uh, in Caesarea, Philippi, Nathaniel uh, fails in his project under a Roman commission. In Bashan, Philip, uh, he arrives from John the Baptizer and seeks to meet Jesus, but the disciples are hesitant. Simon is jealous of him as Philip begins to mentor Matthew. A distressed Nathaniel sits under a fig tree and grieves, reciting a psalm and crying out, asking if the Lord sees him. Hearing nothing, he burns his architectural drawings of a synagogue. At the camp, Thaddeus advises Matthew, yet tension builds between Simon and Matthew. Philip visits and comforts Nathaniel, telling his downcast friend about the one they've been waiting for their entire lives. Nathaniel is skeptical but agrees to meet Jesus, who tells him he saw him under the fig tree and heard his cry. Upon hearing this, Nathaniel declares Jesus is the Son of God and the King of Israel. As the group heads to a new city, John arrives with a word that Jesus' fame is growing. That's good. That was a good reading. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I've been not really applicable, but um, I've been streaming a, a video game in my mm-hmm. spare time that doesn't really exist. Uh, and it's called Control <laughs> and it has a lot of really cool like lore and story stuff, but it's all mostly found in like documents you pick up. Yeah. And I made a, a point to. Um, say that every document that i pick up i will read because they're all interesting mm. so needless to say i've gotten a lot of practice reading uh <laughs> in front of a microphone and i think it's paying off it's paying off yep paying you off. got a part-time job coming here soon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've been uh i've been reading a lot lately just like trying to knock out book after book after i made a commitment of reading 30 books this year and i didn't realize time was dwindling down so we're uh, knocking yeah. out some books yeah yeah two months <laughs> yeah to go. so we're, we're gonna get there we're we're getting there easily but i've been reading a lot more and so one of the things we've been doing is reading narnia 
um, the Chronicles of Narnia out loud to our four and a half month old. So it's really for me and my wife. And so we're knocking that out right now. And so I've been trying to get into character. Oh. I'm getting ready for, uh, we've also been buying all the Harry Potter books and we're going to read Harry Potter to her as she gets older. So nice. I'm going to practice in all my voices now. Oh. So yeah, no, we're Very getting nice. there. You know, I'm right. I'm right there with you. Um, that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I enjoy it. <laughs> it. It gets a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so what do you think about the, this episode just overall? Like what, what is your, what do you rate it? Um, on a, on a a scale of five stars. I don't think we've ever asked each other. Yeah. Let's, let's make it a holy rating system and we'll go on a scale of seven, seven Um, scrolls. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't think it's perfect, but it's solid. I give it at least a five and a half scrolls out of seven. Um, but no general thoughts. Good episode. Um, continues on the uh um trajectory that ep- the you know the season two premiere set mm-hmm. for us last week with um just the level of production and the way that they tell the story um get another cool cold open with nathaniel um and just his uh i don't know if this is the right word but like lamenting there in the middle like sitting under the fig tree and just being at his lowest point, like Mm -hmm. just asking like, yo, God, where are you? Do you see me? Like who doesn't, who has never done that before? If you say Mm -hmm. you've never done that before, I would call you on your bluff because I think we've all been there before. Um, So that was cool to see. Uh, And of course the arrival of Philip, it's pretty cool with the group. Uh, He's a cool character. And um, yeah, overall things. Good episode. Adding another one to the group. Well, two to the group, I guess, by the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, I'm right there with you with that scene with Nathaniel, though. I mean, we'll obviously get to it, but like I really liked his his honesty with God. Mm-hmm. I think that's a thing that we don't see enough where people are like, I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. You're God. I'm not. I'm aware of that, but I'm going to I'm going to let you know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like I and I think it's a very healthy thing to to do so i really liked that scene um it was just very true to just just very i don't know maybe not to his character but just it's just uh i don't know there's truth in it i really liked it a lot so awesome so you really liked you see five and a half scrolls yeah how many <laughs> scrolls do you give it Ah, uh, you know I would I would say five, but I would say you know what that last one bumped it up to a six. The end of the episode, mm-hmm. I thought That's it was one. good. I thought they tied a lot together. They did well at like stories. So about six scrolls. Yeah, okay, so. let me tell you a story. So <laughs> okay. I don't forget when we actually get to the end of the episode. Um, I was watching it on YouTube, uh-huh. and not on like the official chosen channel. It's just somebody else who live streamed the episode, so it's the you. full episode. Um, and I, I put closed captions on cause you know, Absolutely. I've, I've just started I'm, to I'm, do that now on like everything I watch. So it's, a, it's yeah, I yeah, just, we're going to be in new balances in no time. Jews, we're just exactly. we're getting there, I already, I already <laughs> got my, uh, my, my crew socks on right now. Um, and the khaki shorts, you can't see them cause I'm sitting down, but, um, no, so uh, 
you know, I've been been CCing all my my TV watching lately. Um, and it's really beneficial for things that I've already seen because mm-hmm. I've already seen this. So like I can kind of like focus on reading the dialogue instead of like taking everything in um, at certain points. Yeah. But I got to say, like, you know, I was like I was getting into it. Jesus is like, I saw you under the fig tree and Nathaniel camera goes on him. His eyes are watering. And he's like, Rabbi, except the closed captions, which clearly nobody went through and like fine tuned the closed captioning which is something you have to do if you're not aware if you upload anything to YouTube or do any sort of like audio transcription. Mm-hmm. Like it'll auto generate captions for you, which are mostly accurate, but yeah. they they have pretty thick accents at time in the show. So of course like you're going to have to go through comb through the captions and like correct words. And uh-huh. uh this scene was totally ruined <laughs> by the captions. He goes oh, no. he goes rabbi and uh the caption says rubber (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh no i literally laughed out loud i was like oh dang it the like pinnacle point of the episode rubber miscaptions oh that's no good yeah now Um, i'm i gotta get that out of my head you know anytime (laughs) they call him rabbi i'm just gonna think of rubber (laughs) thanks uh thanks youtube continue well that's why you gotta watch it on on um <laughs> yeah i gotta go to the official source the, man they yeah. i'm positive they comb through those captions yeah probably i'm assuming what is it angel.com slash watch slash the dash chosen yeah yep uh lesson learned yeah absolutely so um that's cool so yeah um so yeah, let's jump right into like following, following through the episode here. Um, it starts out with, with uh, where does it start? Oh yeah, Nathaniel. Um, kind of just sitting there doing his architect thing. Is that that he's an architect, right? That yeah, mm-hmm. architect. So he's the architect of what looks to be a synagogue, um, and he's working for the Romans and you kind of get a glimpse of, you know, creative liberties on who Nathaniel is, I'm assuming, but he worked his way up. You know, he's, he's a Jewish man of no, um, just, I no, didn't look like any formal education just, or no, he did. He just worked his way up into the Roman, um, mm-hmm. Roman, whatever levels of, of, um, work and became the architect of a synagogue and so he's arguing with the, with the foreman which is a roman and just you know arguing whether they need with about structural things so i think what do they need seawater to mix into the yeah. cement or the the uh rock i don't know what they're doing i'm assuming yeah they're, they're like some sort of they, cement. they don't have the the appropriate materials he needs to like yeah. basically make the synagogue up to code I feel mm-hmm. like maybe this foreman now works and runs Ryan Holmes, but that's a conversation <laughs> for another time. <laughs> oh, that was actually, I didn't um, expect that. that was not, good. you know, it's um, not, totally not a jaded Ryan Holmes owner, but you know, that's, uh, 
topic for another time. Oh, man. <laughs> That's too funny. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> long story short, they're arguing and they're off in the foreman's um, office. And then just, I wish I had sound effects right now. Just the rocks come crashing down and, and, you know, you could tell the, the whole Roman to Jewish oppression, oppression because uh, um, he gets fired <laughs> right away. Yeah. Probably the foreman's <laughs> fault. The poor foreman should be, you know, held responsible for this, but yep. he's not. Nathaniel's fired and he is crushed. Um, just crushed because this is what he's, you know, been wanting to do his whole life. He worked yeah. forever to get to this. So here, you know, what do you think of that? Yeah, it's I just mean, it's pretty basic. I, I would say just a basic storyline here, but yeah, it's it's um, it's it becomes more tragic later on in the episode when you see the impact that this has mm-hmm. on Nathaniel because you know he just wants to like be a part of creating a great place of worship, like a place where people will come and sing and pray and like you know mm-hmm. see like. In my mind, they may they may have even stated this in the show, but in my mind, like, um, like he wants to put his all into creating this thing as like an act of worship, um, which is something may, maybe I'm like, uh, I don't know what the the term is, but like maybe I'm like putting my thought projecting. Is proje- the word you're maybe I'm projecting. Uh, mm-hmm. what I feel um, when I do creative things onto Nathaniel in the show here. But um, my, my view on worship is, you know, it's, it's not just gathering and singing songs. It's uh, a lifestyle and it involves to me, you know, doing everything uh, to the best of your ability in a way to honor God in all that you do. Right. So to me, it's worship when I show up to work every day and like do the best I can at work. It's worship when I get done with work and I go up with the family and I do the best I can to like be a father and a husband. Um, It's just as much worship to spend time pouring into uh, the musical aspect of a song I might be writing or playing um, as the lyrics are in worship, because it's still creating something. I'm still trying to do something to honor God. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I see Nathaniel in this with wanting to build the synagogue, right? Or really anything that he's building. But I think in particular, this project that fails, um, that's kind of like how I see, I see it and I think it's kind of a little little supported later on the episode when he's under the fig tree and he's just like you know at his lowest like why did basically why did you why did this happen why was this allowed to happen like don't you see what I want to do it's for you Mm -hmm. but like now I can't like where are you don't you see me um so at least that's kind of what I got out of it. But. No, that's good. And what I, I found to be the common thing theme amongst all the things you said and what Nathaniel is lacking in this moment is purpose. 
right? Like, I feel like, like everything you described is, is, is your purpose. You see, you know, your job, you may not do your job because you, you love it. I mean, you know, you might love it. You might not, you do your job to bring home, you know, the money for your home, your Ryan home. Right. <laughs> all those and, repairs uh, I have to do. Yes, and all those repairs you have to do. And then you find purpose, obviously, clearly in your family. And and yeah. so and for even purpose in 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 worship, it's like you're doing an act of worship and, and doing that. But mm-hmm. you also see like I feel like it's just like this probably this aspect of like uh like identity a little identity bit. in a not in an unhealthy way but like i think we all search i mean that's what we what we do right like we mm-hmm. you know you 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 grow up whether you're christian or not you you search for purpose you look for meaning in something and then and then if you do find your faith you you look at it okay so it may not be my purpose in my own head but it's it's god's purpose for me and so mm-hmm. like you find that to be worship your family your your work you know all the things that you're doing nathaniel is over here you know he, that this is this was everything he felt like without this he finds zero purpose at all like you might yeah. as well strike me down and kill me because this is this is what i you called me to do like mm-hmm. i you know i feel like if you you know, like right now, like I left and went to seminary, like I feel called towards that. Some, if I, if, if something went awry of this, I'd be under that fig tree, pretty pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, you know, like this was my, this is where the direction I felt like my purpose was going because you called me towards this and now this happened. So I purpose it's, it's yeah. what I, I collected from all that. Yeah. And needless to say, uh, I can totally relate. <laughs> um, yeah, that that's uh, exactly what happened to Nathaniel here, oh, and yeah. with exactly what you're talking about. Uh-huh. You just described my life in the last like year and a half or so. <laughs> no, so I, yeah, I I, I totally I about get that, that. and like yeah. uh, exactly what you say is 100 percent true. It's like. Um, and it, I think it's something that, uh, so I'll just be transparent, like, I guess, like I always am on the episodes. Um, like that was something that I learned, uh, of my personality that was very unhealthy is I, instead of centering my identity in Christ, mm-hmm and who he's made me and who I am now with him. I centered my identity on my call, Mm -hmm. what I thought my purpose was at the time. Right. So when that was no longer my purpose, my identity, I felt like was ripped away from me. And it took me a little while to realize like, that's not good because my purpose is not my identity. Jesus is my identity. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like exactly what Nathaniel's going through here. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's very uh, relatable for me. It is. No, that's, it's so good what you just said there, because if you think about it, like he's not an architect anymore. That's what he wrapped his identity and purpose into. Mm-hmm. And it's like what you're saying is that if if Jesus is your identity, 
and something goes awry with your purpose, mm-hmm. you're not lost. Right. Right. Like you're, you're, yeah, the you're only looking way that I could be lost is if something took Jesus away, mm-hmm. you know, if yeah. that was ripped from my life, then I would be lost. But since that will mm-hmm. not happen, like regardless of what happens in my life, like mm-hmm. I'm still centered and identified as a follower of Christ and as that, son of, of, you know, of God. Uh-huh. Right. So, yeah, that reminds me of Paul when he's just like, I may be in prison, <laughs> but I am, I am more free than I have ever been. Cause he's content with who he, you know, with, mm-hmm. with who he is and or who he is in Christ. I don't know. I can't say that. Right. But <laughs> it's like, it, it's like all around me, my purpose, everything could be dwindling down or falling apart, but, but I know who I am in that yeah. and I'm content in that. So yeah. yeah, it's interesting. So yeah. Um, no, that's good, man. I, I like your vulnerability. Thank you. Well, look at that. We've talked about what some might consider, I mean, not really a throwaway scene, but we're just on the cold open and it's like, we're like 20 minutes in already having like a real deep yeah, dude. <laughs> conversation <Absolutely>. about life. <laughs> That's the goal, man. I feel like, I feel like uh, we need to continue having those types of conversations. That's why we're here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, you know, they can watch the episode and get the full breakdown. I mean, this is you know, yeah, just yeah, the yeah. commentating, you know? Yeah. We're so, not here to just regurgitate what happens in the episodes. Uh-huh. I mean, we assume if you're listening to this that you've seen the episode. So you don't need us to recite it scene for scene and line for line back at you. Yeah, and and in all fairness, it's ten minutes of the the whole episode is this intro with with him. So yeah, that's where we end up getting to the bar, and he's he's just talking, doing what we just talked about. He's like, "I'm dead," or, or there's a story that he doesn't say yeah. that, but he's like, "There's a story the, about the bartender or like another patron's like, so what's what's wrong it's with the you?" He's like, yeah. "Oh, someone died." <laughs> Yeah. He was an architect. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, he's like, I'm the dead man in the story. And the bartender's like, yes, I, I, I picked up on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not so subtly. <laughs> so, so yeah. So F, I guess we did, I guess in the first 10 minutes, this did happen. Um, who, why can't I think of his name? Philip. Philip. Yes. Philip. Um, the time traveling disciple. Um, I, no, I, I don't <laughs> later on in, uh, in acts, he, uh, I always remember the story in Philip. I think it's when he, he baptizes the Ethiopian. And then when the Ethiopian comes out of the water, Philip's gone and he just, and he just appears somewhere else. So oh, that's, nice. that's, that, that's, uh, yeah, I think that's Philip. Yeah. Yeah. That's Philip, but we'll, we'll, uh, get away from that. <laughs> There's a lot of controversy around the, the time traveling uh, <laughs> disciple. So we won't, we won't get into the logistics of that. Um, so yeah. I can't wait uh, to see how they uh, pull that off in the show. So by the way, I don't want to, well, that's an ax. That's an ax. I believe. Uh, if you, oh, we don't need to get into this now because it's, uh, Oh boy. Not happened yet. But, uh, have you, caught wind of the recent controversy surrounding the chosen and the season three trailer. Oh, something about Mormons or something. Of course. It's always about the Mormons. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. He, so, I mean, he he addressed that. Or, you he know, did. Now, I watched the videos. Yeah, it's it's really, real good. Yeah. Um, Man, he just can't. I I look to him and I'm like, I, I have like what I think on one of my posts, I, I get the random, you know, like there's like probably been like 15 troublesome people on these posts, you know, mm-hmm. or just the ridiculous things, man. I can, I can't imagine being in those positions where it's just like, dude probably gets it like all day, every yeah. day. Like yeah. just, I, <laughs> what did he respond? He's like, I've actually never really read the more, like, so I don't, really yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, he's like, I, I yeah, don't. So short story. We're not going to get into it. Cause I don't want to derail this entire episode. But basically, there's a spot in the trailer where Jesus says, I am the law of Moses. Mm-hmm. And that sent people spiraling, losing their minds. I can imagine people ripping their shirt. Yeah, like just screaming uh, blasphemy. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> this is a trailer. You probably didn't see the entire scene. I know that's like a, a fiery line. Uh, that apparently is said in the Book of Mormon. Um, but like context people, like see the whole thing. Remember, not every single word of dialogue from Jesus in the chosen is f- straight scripture. Like there's other lines that they write to prove points and like, support mm-hmm. things like just calm down and if you believe who what? jesus is i would say it's a pretty factual statement yeah and also just go watch dallas's response yeah. and it makes yeah. total sense there you go at least if you're gonna be uh, but anyways yeah just, <laughs> just you, you brought up controversy and i was like oh this is a hot button oh, topic uh, this week <laughs> <laughs> oh man so i guess let i don't know do we yeah let's talk about philip let's talk about philip yeah um, i mean th- honestly in this episode there there's really a there's few like arcs three to... chunks yeah. right you have the the nathaniel chunk then we have philip arriving at the camp yeah and on it really that's it and then you got the fig tree and then they all meet up so let's yeah. just talk about philip so philip there's a, I, I love this beginning scene um, when Philip's walking out up, he's got the, sh- the piece of straw hanging out of his mouth yeah. and he's chewing on it, just walking with this like utter confidence, um, which is, you know, it, and so all f- you got, you got, uh, you got the sons of thunder, um, Thomas Simon. and Simon, just Simon out front. Like yeah. he's, uh, you know, I think is he's Andrew got a, with them or is, he, he, no, Andrew's off to the side. He's not with them. He would have noticed right away. But yeah. so here's here's you know, they're like, I wouldn't step any further. And it's yeah. like the old western. He kind of flips yeah. his robe, and there's the knife just sitting yeah. there. And, Simon's just and waiting, <laughs> literally waiting to stab yeah. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> just like you know, just patient about it too. Like, because he eventually does, he cuts an ear off. So let's not put that past True. him. And True. that's like later in, in Jesus's ministry. So right. That's yeah. yeah, no, that's 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 like the moment. All right. Yeah. So either way, so Peter's acting crazy. <laughs> John and the Sons of Thunder are ready to bring fire down upon this dude. <laughs> so but um 
And he walks up there bickering back and forth. And, and then Thomas yells, um, Hey, you know, and realizes not Thomas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Andrew yells and he runs up and they hug and they're old buddies. Um, yep. And so, so fast forward 30 seconds. Um, and we find out that, that um, Philip was a follower, follower of John the Baptist. And that's where Andrew had met him when he was following John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> I really do. Love, I, I don't know why I chuckle every single time. Just Simon's view on John the ba- uh, the locust. E- I mean, the John the John the Baptist, creepy John. Yeah. Creepy John and I just I cannot get over that. Uh, I think it's just it's they it fits into his character so well, and I can. And he probably it it it's good too because if i don't even know where if if this is actually biblical or not but andrew being a follower of john the baptist that's something i meant to i keep on meaning to look up like is this is this creative liberty or is there some you know um but um, i would assume that a lot of people probably and even of the disciples felt like simon because i mean by all accounts john was a pretty out there guy in this oh yeah culture right in this society mm-hmm. even for those that are like religious and like anticipating the messiah they're like yeah but we're not that guy <laughs> like um so yeah i don't know i mean it is it, i do love every little uh barb of simon towards john it's hilarious oh it is Interesting. One day, oh, is this actual? Hold on. <laughs> Doesn't okay, count sorry, if it's like, on Wikipedia. Yeah, I know. I'm. I know. I'm not allowed to. I think he was. Hmm. I think um, it just you know a quick mention. As first met Jesus, according to John. Hold on. Let's do some digging. All right, just you need some music in the background when we're doing digging. <laughs> oh, I got you. I don't know. Uh, here, we'll put this on. I'm not it. gonna lie. I don't. Uh, I'm not not uh, familiar with all the preset background music that we have here in Streamyard, but Love enjoy it. Love the it. night driving while James drives through the world wide web in search of whether or not Andrew was a follower of John the Baptist. Yeah, no, I, it, I don't have a direct quote, but it looks like, um, he was, and I like just mentions it. So yeah, no, I think we got, we got some strong evidence. I'll have to prove it at a later date. Um, with an actual verse, but it looks like John 40, John 1, 40 through 42 kind of implies it. Well, there so, you have it. There it is. All right, good. Keep I that music on. Board. Yeah, we need to do that more. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, so, yeah, and I, I kind of like Philip, though, um, how he's uh, portrayed in the show. Yeah, he's very, um, he's competent. 
it's a weird confidence and it's and it's because he's been you know eating uh he's been bugs eating bugs uh, he reminds John. me of the uh what is it the the farmer's insurance like motto he he knows a thing or two because he's seen a thing or two <laughs> yes um, but no he's uh he is now the he's... most experienced member of the group like yeah he's borderline these... arrogant like it's like yeah. it's like he's brushing <laughs> with it like kind of just yeah. messing with the idea of being arrogant but he's like ah you know what it's been like following john you just don't <laughs> learn that in these parts you know that kind of thing like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah um but he it, it's nice to have him in the group um mm-hmm. because he again i don't know how biblical this is but in the show it's cool um how he kind of becomes a friend of Matthew when no one else in the group is, you know, uh-huh. he shows yeah. him, shows him kindness. And, you know, like the episode description says, he's kind of begun mentoring Matthew, uh, not only in like life outside of luxury, like we have the scene around the, f- the fire when it, uh, everyone's, like making fun of Matthew for gathering damp wood. Uh, he kind mm-hmm. of def- defends him a little bit, but then like further they're by the fire and they're like peeling the bark off and he's like teaching them how to do that. And then we get later on in the episode as they're leaving camp, traveling into the city um, where he kind of tells Matthew a little bit about the Torah and stuff and, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just uh, it's it's cool to see because nobody is there for Matthew right now. Yeah, for and Jesus, of course. And you see Philip as just a phenomenal leader. Like it, it, the qualities that he is, he's he's like he's calling him out, kind of from what where he is. He's he's building him up. He mm-hmm. is challenging him, and support. He's like challenging and supporting, which is you know you think about those two like yeah. as as the I dream there's, scenario there's, yeah there's uh graphics that go into that but like he's challenging him enough and supporting him enough that he's he's growing him and he's only met him for like a day yeah so it's really you know it shows you how far along he is with with his um just because well, I mean, if you think about it, what John's doing isn't is too much different from what Jesus is doing, right? John the Baptist, like he's he's has these people following him, and he's they're, he's trying to you know prepare them for the yeah. way, right? And 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 so you know you see this this level of like uh, um leadership and like love for his neighbor. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just something you don't see in the other disciples yet, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's another cool thing that we get in this episode is more, um, more of a look at the <laughs> fact that these were kind of all strangers that are still learning to like live with each other and do day to day all day, like with each other. <laughs> Um, which is a dynamic that plays out the rest of this entire season. Um, which is something honestly that I never thought about when reading the Bible that 
these people all were strangers and like just one day are just like, yep, we're just gonna, you know, spend the next however many years together all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That probably was awkward uh, until they like, you know, learned each other and all that stuff. Yeah. Like I feel like eventually they started building trust with each other. And then we're able to kind of deal with conflict. Mm -hmm. And then I think we, we did get a glimpse of what, um, well, at least what the show portrays as, as after Jesus, when they're writing down and they're, they all seem like they're well seasoned. They are, (laughs) they know each other, you know, like this isn't like a, you know, they almost can re, you know, decipher any of the other person's people's character, you know, and they're talking about, well, Matthew's going to do that, or John would Mm -hmm. do this, or, you know what I mean? They, they understand each other pretty well. So yeah, no, it's a, I love what, what this is doing in that regard. You're so right there. Is that like, it's, it's really giving me this idea of what it's like to have 12 people, you know, 12 people come together and live life, you know, like it's just not an (laughs) aspect. Literally. Uh, a reality show. Uh-huh. No, but it, <laughs> <laughs> it's something you don't really. These are the this these are the aspects of this show that I love, and I really think like like it's just another tool in our tool belt when we're when we're reading through scripture and understanding for well this the got you know specifically the gospels and, and you know it's just you don't get this from reading the Bible you don't and it's not that like you don't it's not implied or it's not, but like the reality of seeing it in front of you and seeing like these people struggle with each other. It's like, it gives a whole new element to, to reading, like reading these, um, reading the gospels. I haven't been, I've been in the old Testament, but I can't wait to reread these and, and like envision. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like on top of, I mean, we've talked about this before too, but like on top of just the personality things, Mm-hmm. the cultural context like 80 percent of people normal people who are reading the bible aren't going to like spend hours doing research on like what was society like in samaria 52 uh-huh. bc or ad or whatever um to like fully understand the context of what they're reading uh-huh. um which if you want to get like the most out of scripture, like you need to know all that stuff because it was written two, th- you know, maybe not 2000. I don't know when it was written. I sound like a terrible Christian, but thousands of years ago, right? Uh, yeah, this I mean, is a very old text written in context that barely applies today in the mm-hmm. society we live in. So a lot of the stuff that we read is like flies right over our head or, Maybe I'm just speaking personally here myself, (laughs) but like it 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 falls on like deaf ears and blind eyes because you're like, well, that doesn't seem significant. Why is that in there? But you you get, you know what I'm saying? No, I do. But you know, the historical context Mm -hmm. of society back then. And like, you're like, whoa, this is like mind blowing. I can't believe that that happened. Well, what I think you're pointing out, too, is that it's actually pretty wise is what you're saying. It's almost like you're looking at it and you're like, I don't know. And that's, a, you know, it's a, something that people don't typically just start out with saying, like, I don't know. They 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 try to fill the gaps and try to mm-hmm. s- 
under almost like inter tried to almost look at it as though they do know. And so I think that's typically the errors that we see in our culture is that when they read this, they fill in those gaps with our own con context and they don't really stop and just say, you know what, I don't know what this means because I am not a, I am not in, 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 in Samaria, yeah. uh, you know, in year 30 or 40, whatever AD this is, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I, and so, I, and it even goes even further with the old Testament, you know, like we're uh, in school, I'm reading Ruth right now. And in the whole semester, the goal is to read Ruth and write a different paper on all the different like perspectives and context and all this different things. And like, you're just learning about like just the culture. And, and so like, and you know, putting my own modern culture would just, just destroy this book. And I wouldn't understand any, anything really, if I didn't put myself into those cultures. So like, I love what this show does with all of that. And just, just, uh, but yeah, and that's a good point though. I mean, you can't watch this or read it or, or anything just with our own context. It's just mm -hmm. not applicable. I mean, it is to some extent, but like you can't, yeah, you can't read it through our, our lens. Yeah. You know, yeah, there is, there's a lot. And it's actually can diverge you into a different direction and mislead you if you're, if you're not, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, how many words are like they, they had what, I, I don't know the numbers. I'm going to botch this, but the, the amount of words that was used in the Hebrew language is so, I mean, we have like, what, what are some good examples where you have like five different words that sound the same, what I can't remember what the, the phrase, what that is called, but like you have uh present, right? I'm present but I have a present for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so like you have that type of thing. And so it, we have so many more words than, than, than what they have. So even just taking one word and translating that and, and trying to pick up the context of that is hard enough yet alone the whole yeah. book and whole culture. But yeah, dude. Um, so where do we leave off? We've already got on a rant. Uh, just, the the camp here um oh okay yeah, yeah. there's uh the cool scene where philip or when jesus comes back into the camp it's nighttime and philip comes up to him and he's like you know john sent me here blah 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 like he, he told me to give you a message on my behalf it's short it's two words and jesus is like oh that's funny i got a message for you too um first off <laughs> I think either Jesus says he recognizes Philip or Philip's like, oh, you remember me or whatever. He's like, yeah, you were there in the crowd when John baptized me. Um, and uh, basically Jesus is like, yeah, I got a message for you too. It's also short. And like at the same time, Jesus says, follow me. And Philip says, I will. And uh, I just thought that was cool. Um, and then they have... Uh, um, they continue their talk by the fire, but I don't quite recall all of the specifics there. Do you? Yeah, I'm taking a glance at it now. Uh, well, they're just kind of just chit-chatting. Catching <laughs> up on John. What's John um, been? What's cousin John been up to? Well, yeah, and then he, he you know, talked about the Pharisee that, that oh yeah that our, came our to meet pal. him and he's like no that he's like uh i know that pharisee he's a friend and and he's like 
you know, Philip's talking about how John would be offended <laughs> if he knew yeah. he was, you know, friends with a Ferris Pharisee. Um, but yeah, um, I think they're just kind of talking about, um, I don't know. I guess there probably wasn't anything too super important. No, there. Um, some other stuff my... that happens in the camp, like uh, Mary and uh, Rama are talking about wanting to learn Torah. Mm-hmm. Rama can't read. Mary's going to teach her how to read and write. Um, Matthew, we have another <laughs> another scene about you know Matthew taking notes, writing down all the things you know that Jesus says and does. Um, and Thaddeus is like kind of small talking with Matthew, trying to, you know, show him some kindness. Simon comes up to thank him for the the drying and prepping of the firewood. And he's like, oh, you're writing down everything Jesus says and does? That's not a good idea. Then everyone's going to like see it and it's twist his words. Yeah, everyone's yeah. already trying, you know, once... You know, what he's wanted, and everyone's already trying to twist his words, and now they'll just be able to do that so much easier. And of course, you know, getting on Matthew, like um, Bouncer does. Peter coming up, coming yeah. to rip out the, the, the notebook, and yeah. but I love it. Another, spirit. another, uh, like, yeah, we should probably write this stuff down for mm-hmm. later. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool too. I like because. You know what I do like about it is, well, I I don't know. I I feel like most of them, you know, to jump back the idea of purpose that we've been discussing or that we discussed early on, like they're all struggling. (laughs) What I like about this, they're all struggling to find their purpose. They, they, they're looking at it and they're like, all right, he called me. He said, follow me. And they're all (laughs) trying to like take their, their strengths And like, they are like overdoing their strengths, which is a weakness. If you really like, if you overdo your strengths for, you know, you can, they, they, they easily turn into a weakness. And so, you know, Peter, his, you know, I, I'm this strong, you know, he, he's overdoing it and he's looking like, uh, 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 I, I don't know a better word. I'm trying to use a good word for it, but just he's acting, acting ridiculous. He's a, he's a dingleberry. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew is over here. Like his purpose is to make the notes while well, he's doing his writing and he's not, yeah. you know, and I don't know, but I, I just, I, I liked how they're, it, it really kind of just portrays them trying to find their purpose in it and mm-hmm. struggling to, to be who they really are, you know, just like yeah. effortlessly, you know, like I, I feel like we always, you know, it's very easy to kind of just, push yeah. into yeah unlike another thing uh they all lack patience which is mm. which is a know, fruit of the spirit right of and course she would call it as yeah uh and no one exemplifies this better than our friend simon <laughs> who is always like come on is it time is it time to go like are we doing this now uh, we see that again as they're leaving camp, they're walking. He goes up to Jesus. He's like, listen, you know, we we kind of, paraphrasing, kind of all bicker and can't agree on anything when you're not around. So maybe you should appoint somebody as like a leader to make the decisions when you're not here 
so we can actually like get stuff done. And Jesus is like, but I, I give you instructions, like <laughs> just do them. And Simon's like, yeah, I know, but we can't like agree on how to do them. So like, just put someone in charge. And it's kind of a cool scene because Jesus is like, you know, like you're, you're a leader. You always have been, you always will be like, and and I have again, like a purpose for that. Uh-huh. Just not now. <laughs> and Jesus, and someone's like, but can it be now? <laughs> Please. <laughs> just let me do something. I, yeah, I, it's funny too. I, I just finished this book um, called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, which is by John Mark Comer. Um, I really like his writing. It's just very down to earth, very straightforward. And it's one of those books that like, it's, I'm actually at this point, um, I'm actually doing a book of the month that I recommend each now. So that's something starting up. Nice. I'm going to do that tomorrow, which for you is in the past. Whoever's listening. So a little bit of time, time travel, travel podcasting. <laughs> we need a little stop it for every time we time travel. Um, but no, like he talks about it. This he's like talking about how Jesus is just, just I, I, there's a word for it. He used, and I cannot re- remember what he said and I don't have the book in front of me and I'm just going to dip and run and find the book. But um, he just, he's like talking about, can you imagine Jesus walking up like impatient, you know, like somebody walks up and he's just like, all right, come on, come on. Looking at his watch. And mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just, it's a interesting thing how calm he is. And so if that's yeah. what we're trying to portray, I feel like that is exactly what none of these disciples are right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool scene, and I think it just kind of perfectly sums up where the group is at. Mm-hmm. I've been playing, you know, a lot of D and D. Well, not a lot. We've played four times, but you know, we just had one a couple weeks ago, and we have one in a couple weeks again. So every time I talk about the disciples, I want to call them like the party. <laughs> the party. No, but it is that. It's an adventure. It, it is. Yeah. It's like this adventure story, uh, yeah. fantasy novel, but it's but it's a recollection of, yeah. you know, <laughs> exactly. Um, which by the way, we're not saying the Bible is fantasy. We, we believe in the Bible. So don't yeah. want to go all Dallas no. Jenkins on everyone um, and get people all up in a tizzy, but uh-huh. we'll just clip that part and we'll make that our short, our YouTube <laughs> short for this episode. Yeah. I mean, the Bible's just like this fantasy, like adventure. <laughs> Um, um but no yeah so every time i refer to them as a group it's i'm like painstakingly trying to avoid saying the party <laughs> <laughs> um, i mean that's you know just another yeah. another word for it um but that that pretty much sums up everyone's chunk of this episode except for nathaniel until the very end um so while all this is going on, Nathaniel is just hitting rock bottom. He's like just chilling out in this field out in the middle of nowhere under the the lone tree in this, uh, you know, big old field at the base of a really pretty mountain range. Like the scene, the scenery here is like awesome. 
I love it. That would be just really cool to be walking around out there. Um, but he's he's sitting at the base of this tree. I always have a thing where like there's just one tree in a big field. Mm-hmm. I just I love it. It's just so cool. The fact that one singular tree is in the middle of this massive space. There is a uh I mean it wasn't super massive, but um over uh in Hartville. Um I don't know if it's still there because it's been literally probably a decade since I've driven down this road, but uh there was a pretty big like probably 20 30 maybe 40 acre plot of mm-hmm. land with one massive tree right in the middle and like no other trees really and i always i always loved it so i, re- I really like this scene because it's just one tree in the middle of a of a field um but yeah nathaniel's chilling really really torn up by what happened by um getting fired he's got his his uh architectural plans there and what uh what psalm is he reciting do you know i'm trying to find it right now but he's Um, he's basically sitting there he's like crying like ugly crying like he's got like snot in his mustache crying um and he's just crying out to god reciting this psalm and he's just like do you see me? And like, it's just that it's really powerful. Um, when, when seeing get, somebody get that research there, music out yeah, and, and <laughs> when going through something like that, but um, in his anguish, he's crying out, he's pleading. He uh, burns his blueprints and does this weird thing where he like picks up the ashes and, just sprinkles them on himself. Did, did you under, do you know why he does that? Why he sprinkles them on himself? Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm asking you too many questions at once while you're. No, it's all right. You know, feverishly researching. I promise I don't need that research music going or any. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, um, I don't know why. <laughs> there we go. Love it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to find... I don't know why he does that. That's a good observation. Um, Here, Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one. <clears throat> Did it say that it's a psalm? How'd you know it was a psalm? Uh, the episode description says, reciting a psalm and crying out. Ah, look at that. Israel. I'm going to find it. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's clear. You can see he's, he's devastated by this. And like we talked about earlier in the episode, the man had his identity wrapped up in his purpose and his purpose was taken away from him. And it like that in, in itself is hard, but like, when your identity is <coughs> excuse me defined by what you perceive god calling you to do it's like 
the devastation is tenfold mm-hmm. because like as as a follower as a believer as a servant you know we strive to honor god by fulfilling our call to him right what he, what he asks us to do in obedience following through with what he's asking us to do and when you're trying to do that and it fails and then that's taken away from you it's just like you're lost and he is so lost right now mm-hmm. like he's shaken to his his core and to the point where he's questioning god right that's like it's uh healthy to do from time to time but not not necessarily somewhere you want to be all the time <laughs> where no, you're like uh, not where you want to be where your 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 foundation is cracking um but yeah i don't know did i kill enough time for you to research or have you given up i keep on coming up with deuteronomy um where the lord is our god it, it, so it's not it, i'm not finding it but um yeah so it was the lack of music playing that uh, caused yes. me to not find it. i'm sorry but, no to go on with what you're saying though like um i think what's ironic is that when we find ourselves in these situations in life it's 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 almost as if it's exactly where we need to be. And that's an odd thing to say because I'm not saying God brings pain onto us. Right. I'm just saying like sometimes these occurrences of pain are, are what guides us into the right direction in life. It's almost like we strip down all of the mm-hmm. crap and, and are able to, you know, move and it, it almost like it's like as soon as we relieve that, it's like going through life with our hands closed. You know, when this happens, when you finally open up your hands, you're, you can grab whatever is being handed to you. So, yeah, like this right here, I don't imagine from the scene, the beginning of the scene, like like. um why am i Nathaniel? Yeah, Nathaniel. And I was like, that doesn't sound right, but it is Nathaniel <laughs> is he doesn't seem like he's he may say that this was all for him. But I feel like you get so comfortable in these positions and you feel like, like at some point it's, it is about you at times. And I don't don't necessarily like, that's not like the thing for everyone, but like at some point he's just kind of like he, there's no distinct line between him doing it for God and him doing it for himself. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I get like, I've been like that so many times in my life. And even, you know, I've only been a Christian, like, a, you know, a practicing Christian, I would say for, for four years now. And, and so yeah. I mean, obviously grew up into it, but whatever it's, it's like, and I catch myself with these cycles of that, mm-hmm. you know? And I remember when I first came, I'm like, I'm, I'm in, I'm in science for you, God, because I, you know, I'm going to share this with the, and it took me four years to, to figure out exactly how I needed to, to, mm-hmm. and, and it stripped away everything to finally get that point and understand that there is a, a different purpose Yeah. for it. And well, there's like, I have two things. Uh, first, I think, um, I think it's natural to have that line 
blurred mm-hmm. as you do things. Um, if you're not uh, like, ah, I hate using this term. It's another one of those like phrases that just annoys me, but it's like also it's the best churchy. I'm assuming, to use. yeah. But like, if you're not having that renewal of your mind or like refocusing, why of, is that? Why do you hate that? I don't know. There's just <laughs> there's just certain phrases that get used way too much, or I hear way too much. Where I'm just like, mm. oh, just think of something else. Like it's just starting to enter that christianese like zeitgeist right um Mm -hmm. but if you're not constantly like taking a refresh like refocusing recentering you can start to make your service about you because one you're probably decent at what you're doing like and then you find joy doing the things that you're Mm -hmm. doing and you also find joy in serving and honoring god with what you're doing but if you like take your focus off of of jesus like then it becomes about you and so like yeah exactly what you said they're totally true um and that's happened with me i'm sure it's happened with everyone uh it would be no i don't think it would be normal if it that in some capacity has not happened to you um go ahead do you want to say something no, I just I like that the joy, um, because it almost seems like Nathaniel didn't have joy anymore. In mm. the beginning, he was angry. It was this and arguing, and it I, I, there was probably a line of passion there that he has towards his job and doing it right. And so, mm-hmm. like that was probably an aspect of it, but like didn't seem too joyful, you know. So yeah. like. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the line is definitely it's easy to blur that line, and. And it's probably, I don't want to say healthy to get to a point of a blurred line, but it, like you said, renewal and refocusing, it's like, it's, it's almost like you need that line to blur for you to, to even potentially refocus, Yeah, you know, I I don't know. Yeah. And the the other, the other thing, and it kind of goes along with that, but not so like directly, but Mm -hmm. when we, when I don't think like when I say it's healthy to get to these points, like Nathaniel has and, and having this like lament or like, um, disdain anguish towards God or whatever. Um, or like being brought to your lowest point. Like, obviously I don't think God, brings you to your lowest point. I think that's you um, taking yourself there, following your own means, right? Um, I I kind of equate that to like, as a parent, right? You'll learn soon enough when Nova's up walking around and like doing stuff. You can tell your kids, like, for example, my youngest daughter is a little over a year old. So she's like running around kind of talking, like can kind of comprehend the things that I tell her and things that I ask her and all this stuff. We have an empty diaper box. Like it's, it's kind of like a bigger diaper box, 
Uh, and earlier today when she was in a, a having a fit, like I put her in it and it like made her happy. And she was like totally digging playing in this box, which James save boxes. They're like endless amount of entertainment for children. Well, my wife and my oldest daughter after dinner took some food over to her parents' house. Um, and while they were gone, I was like trying to clean up, trying to do dishes. My middle daughter, who's five, and my youngest daughter, sorry, I have the hiccups. My youngest daughter, who's a little over one, were home. They were playing. The box, the empty box was still out, right? Except now it's flipped over. So the open end is on the ground and the taped end, the closed end is now facing up. And the one-year-old is standing on top of the, the taped box, right? This is not going to end well. So I go over, take her down. I'm like, Logan, don't do that. Like, you're going to get hurt. Like, don't climb up here. Go back to doing the dishes. She's back up on the box. I can't, like, get the towel, dry my hands off from doing the dishes fast enough. She falls flat on her back, starts crying, hurts herself. Like, like I gave her the guidance, right? I gave her the instruction, uh-huh. like, listen, like, I know that this isn't going to be good for you. Don't do this. But in her own one-year-old stubbornness, she's like, but it's, I like standing on the box. It's cool. It makes me taller. I'm like mm-hmm. as tall as my five-year-old sister now. And in her hubris, she fell off, landed on her back, bumped her head. Um, So like, <clears throat> Not saying we're all one-year-olds, but I kind of am saying we're all one-year-olds. We've all been there. We're like, God's leading us somewhere, and either we're misunderstanding or thinking maybe you know we we know what we're doing. We've been doing this for a while. Like I've been playing in this box all day, dude. Like uh-huh. I can stand on top. It's okay. Um, and then we fall and we hurt ourselves, and we're at the we're at our lowest point. Um, I don't think like. I wasn't, I didn't put her up on that box that caused her to fall. Um, I introduced her to the box and the, the fun it could be, she just used it wrong in her own way and not listening to me. Um, so all that to say, a really bad analogy of trying to prove my point of where I don't think God is going to put us in a situation or lead us into not destruction, but destruction mm-hmm. is the first word that popped in my head, but into a painful place, right? Because if if me as an imperfect human, you know, not divine creature would never do that to my children, like I really don't think like our perfect father in heaven is going to purposefully lead us into pain. But out of our own stubbornness of like, being human thinking we know what we're doing will like not listen. You know what I mean? And it takes us getting to that point to realize like, Oh, I, I'm sorry. I missed it. I missed it. But sometimes we got to get to that point where we're like, we kind of put the blame back on God. Like why, why is this happening? How, how did I get here? Like, do you even see me? Do you even mm-hmm. like, see what I'm going through. Um, sometimes it takes us to get to that point to then have the realization of like, Oh, like 
I need to refocus and um I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. But no, yeah, no, maybe I, that's I, not I, explaining I, it perfectly. No, no, no. <laughs> you you explained it fine. I, I think when you're looking at that, you you see these people that seem to have led themselves down this path with your analogy with Logan of standing on a box that clearly should not be stood upon. Um <laughs> caused it's a very like correlating like cause and effect you know like it's because (laughs) she stood on the box right Mm -hmm. but like there are i feel like so many aspects too though that that i don't know uh that are not warranted this you know like that are clearly not somebody um there's no cause and effect here you know you have the people die people this and like you have this like lowest point i was just i I was thinking about the lowest point scenario Mm. and that like it's so hard to gauge that because i feel like there's different angers right there's like that anger of like um how could you do this to me or well i mean i don't know maybe they're the same maybe they are portrayed as the same and maybe they're not like there's no distinct line of like I led myself here or like there was no way of not leading to this point. You know, I don't, do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to just, because we do get to this point. I mean, well, it kind of like also approaches that whole like predestined versus like free will mm-hmm. argument, yeah. um, which is always a fun one. It is. <laughs> and you know what? The last episode we had, so I'll just read it real quick. It's a very quick quote, but I loved it. It's actually what I made as my post for, I always try to start with a quote, um, but yeah, it says, I really I'm like he- that. yeah, at the end, or uh, it was near the end of last uh, season two, episode one. So the one, last one we did, it did Jesus is talking to what you knew his name so well. What was his name? Um, the guy that couldn't walk. Uh, Melek. Malik, yeah, Malik. Mal- right. Mal- so yeah, something like he's that. talking to him, and he and his wife asked, you know, like, when are you going to do these things? Why? When? When is everything going to be? And he's like, I'm here to preach the good news of the kingdom of heaven, a kingdom that is not of this world, a kingdom that is coming soon. Where yes, sorrow and sighing will flee away. I make a way for people to access the kingdom, but in this world, bones will still break, hearts will still break, but in the end, the light will overcome darkness, and um. Yeah, I, I don't I, I look at that and it's like whether I, I think about these aspects of like whether it's something that we cause, whether it's predestined, whether it's free will, like the world we live in is not it, it, there is no. You know, it's like the hope that we have for a different world, <laughs> you know, the world that's yet to come. That's, you know, that I love uh, this book I, I finished earlier this year called Surprised by Hope by uh NT writes a big old tome and it talks about the distinct difference between those types of things. But yeah, no, it's, he's, he's, he's angry regardless for the circumstances that he's in. And, um, yeah, I don't want to stray too far from this, but like <laughs> <laughs> we start talking about predestination stuff. That things we've opened like probably little... like four cans of worms so yeah. far on this episode yeah. that we have we will <laughs> not divulge in this episode. <laughs> so, but anyone listening who's chomping at the bit, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fast forward. Um. So <laughs> no, he's just 
he's i don't know i i i still think this is just such a healthy spot to be at um not that you want to be there but like this is change right here like there's you can you can either continue to spiral mm-hmm. or like this is that point that you do a 180 and and walk away with you know like a cl- closer relationship with god yeah and you know like and that's <clears throat> That's our purpose, right? Yeah. I mean, if you look at purpose, that's what I see purpose. I, I, I'm i learning, I guess, that purpose is, is is our relationship with God, like you said, and our identity in Christ. And it's like, mm-hmm. if we get to this point that like, that is our purpose, then then who can who can do do against me? You know, like, right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I got very excited right there. No, it's OK. <laughs> uh, we see with Nathaniel, though, um, he does kind of continue to spiral and it's not until um, Philip comes that they, they get to. Oh yeah. Uh, he does spiral. Yeah, you're right. What's the name of the, the town again that they're in? Caesarea Philippi um, until Philip gets, <laughs> which I loved where he like kind of trolls Matthew and he's like, yeah, yes. The, the city of my namesake. <laughs> and Matthew's <laughs> like, Oh really? <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> um, but yeah. Nathaniel, like, when when we see him after this, you know, I wish I really wish I knew why he like dumps the ashes on himself. Like that was just super weird. Um, I'm sure there's some sort of symbolism there. Cue um, music, or else they wouldn't do that. But uh, after he leaves the tree, we next see him. He's like passed out in his house. Like <laughs> kind of looks like he went on a little bender. Maybe he's like that's on the floor. Philip comes in, wakes him up. They have a little chat, and he's like, basically, the one we've been waiting for our entire lives. He's finally here. You know, the one that was prophesied about, the one that we've been waiting for. And it catches Andrew's attention because what we've learned about, or not Andrew, Nathaniel's attention, what we've learned about him in this episode, he's very uh, kind of like straight to the point, like educated, like wants to know the facts type, like type person. So this kind of mm-hmm. catches his attention. He's like, Oh, the one like really. And like Philip's like, yeah, he's from Nazareth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know of course cue the nazareth jokes nothing good comes out of nazarene like blah blah blah, blah. um I, I mean he went he went pretty cold he's like they they sleep with their cattle or yeah their, he's their like they can't, they're illiterate they share uh, they they share you know Philip the same was like, roof literally as like, their dude, livestock you're, you're mean bro <laughs> like you're, you're mean <laughs> yeah uh, i love the the realness between them there it's great but i also love about philip where he's like just like just come and see mm-hmm. you know i gotta get that line on there for all the merch like yeah, just hashtags. come and see uh every time he starts digging in he's like no just like dude just come and see uh-huh. and it it also catches nathaniel's attention because he's like i've never seen you like this serious like like this about this mm-hmm. Um, so Nathaniel's intrigued. He's like, okay, well, there's something here because you're not normally like this. Um, so 
you know, he he convinces Nathaniel to come and see. Uh, but I love I was like, oh, it's not like you got to go to work tomorrow. Nathaniel's like, wow, he's like, that's dark. <laughs> um. So, so I have an answer for you. Go ahead. Yes, please, so, please, so please Dan, tell Dan, me. We just need a new whole, just new sound bed. I feel like yes. there should be a sound. Um, now, so. <laughs> oh, you got a lot of things. All right. No, so that's pretty garbage. Allergy. Yeah. yeah All right. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so the ash, it's really simple. It's a quick one, but the ashes, which we probably should have understood this. Like, what is it? Ash Wednesday. Is that what, but. Um, that's probably, I think that's like an, a newer custom with Lent and stuff, Mm -hmm. but, um, this actually, the ashes goes back to Job two, eight. So Job, when he, he, he sat, I guess it's quoted is sat among the ashes. And this was after like when he was stricken with everything. And so he was, yeah. So, and it, it symbolizes death, I believe. Mm. So for my, my research here. So. Uh, You're very I'm liking this live research here, <laughs> yeah. like digging in. I think we need to do that more. But yeah, no, so death, which is which is actually falls in line with he said yeah. that architect died, you yeah. know, so which was that makes sense. Him. So I would say that's like that symbolic gesture of like taking it and throwing it over him. So yeah, there yeah. we go. We answered that. Nice. That's why you come here, get all the answers in real time. In the so you come here to listen to us google answers yeah. <laughs> don't don't tell them our secrets <laughs> sorry sorry um, well if you just had the music cued we would oh, have been yeah, this true. wouldn't have been an issue that's true that's no. true it's a bad job out of me but, um so nathaniel leaves philip and nathaniel head out to uh meet jesus and this is the turning point for Nathaniel, uh, mm-hmm. like it is with every disciple so far. <laughs> the encounter with Jesus, um, which is great. I mean, it's classic Jesus, you know, comes. Uh, what what it what was so ruined by the closed captioning was actually a very powerful moment, um, because in Nathaniel's time of of desperation and pain, he's crying out like. Like, do you see me? And what's Jesus do? He first off, he like catches his attention by basically telling Nathaniel who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but he hook, line, and sinker, you know, I saw you under the fig tree and nobody could know that except for God, right? Because Nathaniel was pleading and crying out mm-hmm. to God. Um, and of course that, convinces nathaniel that jesus is who philip says he is um calls him rabbi not rubber as the captions said um and yeah we got another one to the group there but before the episode ends like simon and andrew i think simon and somebody run up and they're like hey john he he made it back from syria i think Uh, and everyone there is like they're talking about you. They know who you are. Like there's a lot of people waiting to hear your teachings and a lot of people requesting healing. Like your fame is growing in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to skip over this scene though. I really like, sorry. Yeah. 
No, I just jumped back. So I, I really like, well, first off, this is the, the interaction with Nathaniel straight from, from John. Um, so John, I don't know. Well, the whole, like the talk with Philip and Nat and, um, and Nathaniel and then John, it's like the end of, end of John one, actually the first, first chapter. So, um, starts out in the beginning and then here we go talking about calling Nathaniel. And so that's where he says, you know, um, I could see you under the fig tree before Philip found you. And, and he's like, rabbi, you are the son of God, the King of Israel, you know? So, and that's where we get into, do you believe just because I told you I had seen you under the fig tree, you were going to see greater things in this. And this is one of my favorite lines here that then he said, I tell you the truth. You will see heaven open and the angels of God going up and down on the son of man, the one who is the stairway between heaven and earth. And so I love it because right there, what he's referring to is, is, um, my goodness, why am I having a, uh, oh my Jacob, my goodness, Jacob, which is, which is, you know, renamed as Israel. So, um, Jacob he had a dream after he had ran from, from Esau, his brother. And he, he, you know, camped out one night, put his head on a rock and he had dreamed and he saw a stairway, you know, this, the ladder of Jacob, Jacob's ladder is like, is what Mm -hmm. it's going to be called. And he said he had called, um, saw angels ascending and descending on this ladder from heaven to earth, heaven to earth, you know? And so what Jesus is saying here, he's like, Truly, I tell you, I am that ladder. I am mm. the the stairway between heaven and earth. So I just really like that alluding back to Jacob. And I just wanted to bring that up because that's a fun yeah. little tidbit to think that, you know, it's just one of those things that were where Jesus continuously like quotes um, Old Testament. You know, I just I really, really like that. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, like it, it, it catches his attention rather mm-hmm. quickly. <laughs> um, and just, they, they do those scenes so well. Yeah, they do. Every, every scene where a character in the show has their encounter with Jesus is just super powerful. And I think I want to shout out like the score. They like crush it with the music underlying those scenes. Uh, they just like get, get all the accents right musically um, right on the beats of when certain dialogue is hitting. And it's just very, very well done. Um, if you're yeah, who do, paying attention, who they to have do this <laughs> listening to it right now, this, the score of the last one. And it's, it's gotta be by the same person too, because it's got that same feel as yeah. Yeah. Everything like, Yeah, I, I like it. I agree. It's it's a different it's different. It's like nothing I've really heard in yeah. shows. It's very unique. Um but yeah, it gives the these interesting feels. Mm-hmm. Um I really yeah, do to, enjoy it. I'll have to look up uh, my my speedy Googling skills are not as refined as James. Um but we'll definitely look up who is the composer for the chosen, uh because yeah, it's a they, they nail the music. like, yeah they 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 nail the uh, the the tone and the vibe and especially in those 
like super serious, like come to Jesus, literally come to Jesus moments. Um, I just, things like that can so easily remove you from the scene, whether it's in a show or a movie or a game. So I love it when a show or a movie or a game crushes the score. Um, yeah. Great episode. Uh, I think uh, five and a half out of seven scrolls. Six scrolls, pretty good. We'll just yeah. we'll call it an average of 5.75 <clears throat> scrolls. Um, again, season two, just taking it up a notch from where season one left us. And uh, it doesn't really slow down. No, it does not. Um, I I enjoyed it, though. Um what's next what's what's episode is next we never really talk about that we will of course be watching episode three <laughs> all right so that not the off two. Oh boy um, uh but the next episode is called matthew 424 and this is the episode i've been talking about the entire companion series that has my favorite opening of the entire series really one of the coolest things one of the the like one of my favorite things done in cinematography is done in this episode at least i'm pretty sure it's going to be really awkward if we come come here next week and this isn't the episode but i'm like 98% sure it is um, so I can't wait to talk about that. Mm. And yet Matthew four twenty four, uh, news about him spread as far as Syria and people soon began bringing to him all who were sick and whatever their sickness or disease, or if they were demon possessed or epileptic or paralyzed, he healed them all. So that's, that's the one four twenty four. So, so you'll have to, uh, You'll have to wait until next. Well, now go watch the episode and then yeah, talk about it. <laughs> of course, but, watch um, it now. Yeah, and then watch it again right before you listen to our episode. Um, so, do you guys got anything uh, fun happening here? Any any new content? Uh, no. We just uh, finished up our October stuff, so we're moving into. Um, Lord of the Rings and Star Wars season. Oh, um, yeah, so we're going to be good. talking about Rings of Power on Thursday. Really? And That's a, uh, it was a fantastic. Sh- I'm. Yeah, it was. It was dude, good. It's a fun. Not one. to digress here, but go back and watch the movies and I then think about so some of these characters, because remember, elves live a really long time. So like. Mind blown. So, <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I've been wanting to rewatch the the, tr- the original trilogy for so long. And I watch them. Um, so I, me... I I watch them every year when I get sick. When I get, mm-hmm. I actually had COVID. Well, I don't know if it was COVID. No, I think it was. Co- no, it wasn't COVID. I actually I don't even know. Was it COVID? My goodness. I had something like two months ago, and I was like sick, and I just <laughs> laid on the couch, and I watched all of the. Star Wars or not Star Wars, um, Lord of the Rings, and it's yes. just it's like nine hours of bliss. Oh, yeah, like I need um, to get, I, have, I haven't watched them in so long, but I appreciate <laughs> this series and the return to some yeah. practical effects. Yeah. Like, that's what I loved so much about the original trilogy, man. 
the Hobbit like really lost me with it being like a hundred percent CGI, except for like mm-hmm. the main actors. Um, but yeah, the series was really good. So we're going to be breaking that down uh, and then comparing it, of course, to house of the dragon, because we had two high fantasy series running at the same time, both opposite ends of the spectrum, of course, but I think it'll be fun to compare the two. Uh, awesome. That's coming. You know, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's coming out. So <laughs> definitely going to be hyping that up on the 17th. It comes out on the 18th. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we got Thanksgiving this year. Of course. Mm-hmm. We it's do. every year. <laughs> uh, but Andor wraps up towards the end of the month on the 23rd. I believe the final episode comes out. I haven't watched any yet. I'm waiting to it all and I'm just going to binge it. Sleep on this show. It is the best Star Wars series really? that has been created so far. I, I made um, it through every one except Boba Fett. So yeah, Boba Fett was a little rough. I just I couldn't do it. Um, but, it's If you liked Rogue One, which Rogue One's probably my favorite movie of mm-hmm. the series, you will awesome. love this show. Um, so that's kind of what's on the plate for us. Uh, and of course we got Dungeons and Dragons on the 13th. So awesome. Check it out. Showboysmedia.com. What about <laughs> you guys? Um, you know, we're just, <laughs> um, I took a little break from, I started, started the scientist series and then I took a break. Well, one of the things is I was, it was like a thesis each episode or each one I had, I had references. I had, I mean, just instant insight in text citations. It was just, it was too. And I had to simplify it because I, I can't do, I can't not do sustainable. It's not. And I realized that very quickly. So I'm coming out with that. So you're going to see that next, uh, well, actually later this week, you should see that. And then it'll be on a consistent, um, which is, I'm very happy about because I love that. travel. Yeah, finally. Yes. Actually, by the time you listen now, it is a consistent, um, thing. So yeah. Um, man, we gotta, we gotta get a soundboard. Uh, I'm going to get on top of it. Um, and not just like farm animals or something. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, we had, I don't know but, if you want to reveal this but I will. And then you can tell me, shut up. But we had oh. the first board meeting. For yeah. 30 Bible.com. So, really cool. so Mike is um, on the board of, well, you know, when you, when you create a nonprofit, you have to have board meetings with your board members and directors. So um, I partner the nerdy Bible partners with um, somewhere called the one center which is in canton ohio it's like a it's like an old church they renovated throughout the years and it's it, it's called the one center for leadership and they partner with a bunch of um actually like some really cool ministries that like are out there like helping people on the street like mm-hmm. through like getting you know um you know women on the street getting getting mm-hmm. uh you, you know i won't go there but yeah there's all kinds it, of stuff all super you cool. know counseling there's all this stuff so um, they, they brought me in and I'm partnering with them. And so we had our first board meeting there and it's very exciting. And so, um, yeah, you know, it's official when, when, uh, when, when you have a board meeting. So yeah, we, uh, we made blood oaths and, yeah, it, was, uh, it was more of a meet no and greet and now. sign your life away. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The one center is super cool, man. And it's like right in the heart of downtown just mm-hmm. about, and 
yeah. super old church, like you said, and still is a church. There's yeah. still saying there's an actual church live and, church that meets there in, yeah. in some of the buildings. Um, but and then they have all these offices, and it's a cool like resource for these ministries and yeah. companies and people to use as a place to mm-hmm. do their stuff. It's pretty sweet. Um, but yeah. that was exciting. Yeah, <clears throat> we did that. Um, I got tomorrow. Well, last week for you time travel um we're gonna start getting the book recommendations of the month what i think i'm gonna do is have like people that are are you know either on the board or or um people that kind of i i talk to about different things i'm gonna have different people recommend different books throughout the following months and and um spoiler alert I can't read. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll have you recommend a podcast or something. Yes, like uh, luckily um, the Bible app has the uh, the narration right. <laughs> Got the uh, audio book yeah. Bible on my phone, uh, so we're covered there. <laughs> there was one more thing I wanted to say. Um, what else do we got going on? I don't know. There's always something going on. Check out the website, nerdybible.com. And showboys, I did it right. Com. I still yep. can't do it. I've been only doing this for over two years. Yeah, um, I think I'd learn by now, but um, yeah, make sure you tune in next time. Uh, subscribe and like and rate and follow yep. and review and listen and download and, and share whatever. Yeah, insert <laughs> do all our, the things. our please. Uh, for Just your... don't delete it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thanks. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I don't want to forget.